Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number three, hour three of our radio program. And we take a look at the ongoing drama in Gotham as reports indicate that the contract agreement between the Mets and Carlos Correa will look a lot different. So what does that mean? Dramatically different was the phrase used. So what does dramatically different mean for Carlos Correa's deal with the Mets? How come the Metropolitans are being allowed to take their time? Correa did not allow the Giants to take their time. And is it true that the Mets' lavish spending on free agents this offseason could lead to a hard salary cap among Major League Baseball teams? We'll talk about that as well. Here it is, our number three as we roll out the red carpet. Not a Met yet. Not a Met yet. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere, just like next door neighbors as we slay the dragon coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and overwhelmingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the shelves, as the hot takes are flying off the shelves, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, we will have Mallard of the third degree. Time shifted for ratings purposes coming up in a couple minutes, but our lead this hour Coming from the hot stove league. Now, typically, if you if you love your baseball, you know that the hot stove league in January is typically lame. 
There's nothing going on. The free agents sign in December, and then January, usually everyone's on vacation. That's it. They take the month off. Spring training starts in mid-February, and then it's on like Donkey Kong. But as people return to work this week from the holiday break, the ex-cheating Astro, Carlos Correa, his free agent mega, 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 mega deal with the New York Metropolitans continues to twist in the wind. Now, have you heard the latest on this? I'll give you the inside skinny here. Maybe not. So we have learned that Carlos Correa's expected contract is not going to be what had been reported that it will be, quote, dramatically different when and if the contract is finally signed. Ken Rosenthal, hidden behind a paywall on The Athletic, tells us that Correa will likely not, not be getting the exact 12-year, $315 million contract he originally agreed to with the Mets before the holdup caused by his failed physical examination. And the Mets continuing to explore all avenues. It's still unlikely, we are told, that Correa will not sign with the Mets. But let's discuss the question, what does, in air quotes, dramatically different mean for Carlos Correa's deal with the Mets? So I've got the 5 o'clock follies. Sesame Street, and King Cobra. And we will combine all of these things together, and uh, we are going to make a street pretzel. Now, they're good pretzels in New York. you got to get them when they're fresh. But the Philadelphia pretzel is better than the New York pretzel. That's just the way it is. All right, so uh, to, to lead off here, the phrase dramatically different, when you listen between the words here, intentionally vague. Intentionally vague. Your definition, I'll give you an example. Your definition of dramatically different and my definition of dramatically different are not the same. So this is a case of, for Ken Rosenthal, pop goes the weasel. These are weasel words. Is this merely going to be some extra legalese tossed in at the end of the contract, an escape portal, an eject button, if you will, weaved into the contract. Is that all this is going to be? Will this be a complete do-over? Back to the drawing board. Pump the brakes, right? Pump the brakes on the contract, meaning the Mets are saying, they're saying no, that they've got pie on their face here. They don't want to give this cat, this cheater, a 12-year, $315 million contract, that the outline is different. Go back to the drawing board. So we are roughly 40 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training in Florida and Arizona. Right around the corner. And so you have a little time. you got about a month to work out the kinks. But Stephen Cohen, the hedge fund owner of the, the Mets here, uh, guilty of a boner, right? This is an ownership boner. He got so excited that he had a chance to get Carlos Correa, and he wanted him before. He went to the Giants, and then the, there was a escape from San Francisco, and Cohen irrationally agreed to this big contract. It's the 5 o'clock follies. Correa, let me be very, very clear here, he is asbestos, right? Uh, you know the risk. You know you can't get close to it and you breathe it in. Bad stuff's going to happen. Why would you dive in to a big pile of asbestos? 
And that's what the Mets are doing here. And it seems like they've realized after they agreed to the contract, much like the Giants, the Giants are like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. What are we doing here? And now the Mets have come to the same conclusion, but it appears they're still going to go down the garden path with this loser, Carlos Correa. Now, furthermore, how come the Mets are being allowed to go la, 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 and take their time? Remember, Team Correa gave the Giants only a couple of hours. He was about to be introduced with the team, and then the Giants are like, well, wait a minute, we've got a few issues here, and then they're like, okay, figure it out, and then they couldn't come up with a solution, they couldn't patch up their differences, and then all of a sudden, Correa, by the end of the day, had agreed to a contract with the Mets. And yet, you, you look at it, it's like the Giants only had a couple hours, the Mets are being allowed to dilly-dally. So my theory on this one is that Carlos Correa is not a Tony Bennett fan. He did not leave his heart in San Francisco. It was easy for him to walk away. Right? I mean, the, the carrot on the stick was like, okay, I can go to play for the Mets. New York, New York, the Big Apple. I know it's the other team in New York, but it's still New York. And when you psychoanalyze what's going on right now, Scott Boris, who very rarely gets anything wrong, right? he's a diamond, diamond cut diamond. Scott Boris has boxed himself into a corner on this one because he activated plan B. The Mets were the backup plan, and if the Mets get cold feet, you have to go on a fishing expedition to find another suitor. The Dodgers are not spending money for some reason. The Red Sox are not spending money like they have in the past. The Giants don't make sense because they already balked at that. There's nobody left. Budgets have been set for baseball teams. Teams are chilling, as we said before, spring training. So there is motivation to compromise and meet in the middle and get a deal done for the the cheater, Carlos Correa. He's got to be more flexible. So now... I, I noticed I noticed that the spin job coming from Scott Boris and his camp, I, I, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but I, I, I picked up on it. I know you're on the edge of your seat trying to, what is it? Uh, so it was a bit of a warning, a bit of a warning. It was buried in this Ken Rosenthal deal behind a paywall. But he randomly reported that the concern is, will Carlos Correa be happy with the contract? Like, he doesn't have any other options. He's going to be a Met, most likely. But are you going to offend his luxury store lifestyle? Are you going to offend him with the offer? So that's a warning. It was planted. It was coded. It was a dog whistle from Scott Boris. But it's like, hey, you better make sure you don't piss this guy off. You got to make sure that he's happy. And if you give him a low ball offer, he's not going to be happy. Don't screw him over because he's going to go. Carlos Correa is going to go Sesame Street. He's going to turn into Oscar the Grouch. And we know from his days in Houston that Carlos Correa knows a thing or two about trash cans. And he, he, uh, he knows how they operate. All right, parting shot. So I want to turn the page on the Correa thing. Is it true that the Mets lavish spending? Right, you get money, you get money, you get money. Everybody gets money. That this is going to lead to a salary cap in Major League Baseball. That is another 
story that's being floated that there's so much anger, there's so much angst among the ownership class, the aristocrats, that they would like to see a hard salary cap in baseball. So to answer the question, on this side of the microphone, I'm, I'm shaking my head no. I'm shaking my head no. The Mets payroll is 33% higher than the next highest team. That's the Yankees. 33%. Almost $100 million higher the Mets payroll in 2023. That doesn't guarantee anything. That's the main argument. In baseball, it doesn't guarantee a damn thing. You can spend, 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 spend. And in the postseason, you can leave skid marks as you exit the playoffs, if you know what I'm saying. Now, we mentioned in a previous episode of this show that a group of penny-pinching owners was rebelling against Stephen Cohen, the hedge fund guy, and there's been a lot of internal huffing and puffing from the people I know that work in that business. A lot of it is pearl clutching, and it's not fair. And it's, uh, yeah, but ultimately, when push comes to shove, the grumbling owners from the teams that don't spend a lot of money, they are all bark, no bite. They are King Cobra without the venom. There's no venom there, and I'll tell you why. In order to have a salary cap, a hard salary cap that the union agrees to, You've got to negotiate that with the union. You've got to track down a compromise. That means the owners would have to open the books. They'd have to come with clean hands. And they don't want any part of that, right? They don't want any part of that. It's not going to happen. And the reason why is because many teams are cooking the books. Teams like the Athletics, the Marlins, the Reds, the Pirates are making gobs of money. And they're crying publicly poverty, but privately they're making millions and millions and millions of dollars. And if you opened up the financials, tongues would be wagging because you know the union's going to leak that information out. The problem with baseball is not the Mets. It's not the Yankees or the Padres or the Dodgers or the Phillies or the Braves. It's not the team spending at the top. The problem is the teams on the other side of the tracks, the Orioles, the Pirates, the A's, the Guardians, the Marlins, the Royals. That's the problem. They don't even try, right? It's like, oh, we're you know, up against the cap. Uh, but if you have one, if you're going to have a salary cap, which they're not going to have, but they should have a minimum salary floor is what they should have. And then you'll have teams scrambling just to get to the bare minimum. I guarantee, because that goes on in the other sports that have that in basketball. I remember teams a couple of years ago were trading for players and then releasing them just to get to the salary cap floor, the very minimum. It's embarrassing. But that's the, that's the latest update on uh, that rigmarole involving the Mets. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. And uh, right now we spin the wheel. It's the third degree. And we'll take your calls, by the way, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. But time shifted. Mallard to the third degree, and that means the Koopaloo. It's Mallard. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And here he is, Justin Cooper. So Jim Harbaugh, rumors and reports are at a fever pitch right now. Uh, he's been linked to the Colts, the Panthers, and the Broncos. Uh, ben, which of these teams do you think is the most likely landing spot? So I'm still going with the Colts on this, and that's not a popular opinion, but, but Harbaugh is still revered by some old-time football fans in Indy. He's in the ring of honor, captain comeback, the cardiac Colts back in the day there in the 90s, and that just fits. That just makes sense. But if it's purely about money, 
Jim Irsay is not going to pay top dollar. He'll pay a lot, but he's not going to pay as much as the Broncos can pay. Uh, and there's there's been a theory also for years that the Harbaugh brothers always wanted to be in separate conferences. You've got John Harbaugh in Baltimore, the AFC, and so Jim, who coached the 49ers, would only coach an NFC team. Well, obviously that opens it up to the Panthers, the Commanders, the the Cardinals, if Sean McVay leaves, the Rams would be in play. But I still say the Colts, I mean, these guys are, I don't know how John, John Harbaugh is. Jim Harbaugh is almost 60. So they should be able, they're old enough, they should be able to handle being in the same conference. They already played each other in the Super Bowl, so they've already experienced that. So the Colts make the most sense. All right, next. Red Sox owner John Henry was booed and heckled at the NHL Winter Ooh. Classic. Took place at Fenway. Yep. Uh, many fans and pundits are calling for Henry to sell the team. Sell the team. Ben, is it really that bad in Boston? Yep. Well, listen, Henry is not only, you got to know, he's not only the Red Sox owner, he owns the Penguins, the Pittsburgh Penguins, who happen to be playing the Red Sox, uh, you know, the, or the Bruins, rather, obviously. So, uh, boy, this guy, Henry's got Rockefeller money, apparently. He owns all these sports teams, owns a soccer team. My God. Uh, but he appears to have spread himself too thin by trying it's kind of like that old cartoon pinky in the brain trying to take over the world in sports and there is an expectation i love this about boston there's an expectation that you're going to do whatever it takes that you can be at the big boy table you're going to be competing with the the new york teams and the la teams and you don't operate as a small market or a mid-market team and right now the right the red Sox are operating like a small market team they have developed their minor league system, two big-time stars recently, Mookie Betts and Xander Bogarts, and they have watched them both leave. They traded Mookie for peanuts from the Dodgers. Xander Bogarts left to go to San Diego. And now Rafael Devers has one foot out the door. He's the next one to leave, and that's on John Henry's watch. So what's the point if you're a big market team and you get all these top-notch young players, and then once they become free agents, you don't sign them, you're, you're pinching pennies. Bad job by John Henry, so he deserves to be booed. Go on your yacht somewhere in the south of France and, uh, and leave the people of Boston alone. All right, next. So before a win over the lowly Wizards uh, last night, the Milwaukee Bucks had lost five of the last six games, and uh, there were reports that there are chemistry issues among Ooh, the team. chemistry. Yes. Yeah, I uh, love that. Ben, yeah. do you think that's a, uh, there's a need for concern for uh, Milwaukee fans? Well, you've been with me a long time, Coop. You know I always say panic first and ask questions later when a team is scuffling. Bill Simmons, who's, I guess he's doing podcast stuff now. He's the guy that reported this. He's the one, right? I'm not sure he knows much about the Bucks. I don't think he's got a great source on that. Maybe he loves cheese curds. I love cheese curds, too. But there are issues on every team. See, this is one of those stories you can always write these issues. Every team in the NBA, any team in sports, uh, they're not sitting around the campfire singing Akuna Matata and smoking the ayahuasca 24-7, and there are bumps in the road, and Milwaukee, they haven't really changed the roster that much. Maybe things have gotten stale. The, the big test on this is the trade deadline in, in February in the NBA. If the Bucks trade a bunch of guys, that tells you that there's something to this story. If they keep the status quo, then that tells you this story is bullpucky. As Jay Scoop says, there it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Penny pass this edition. That is a winner. You can put it on the board. Yes. <laughs> Woohoo! All right, time now for the Mallard riddle of the day. The Mallard riddle of the day. And here it is. Uh, golfer John Daly not letting knee surgery stop him from blank. 
That's a longtime golf legend, John Daly, not letting knee surgery stop him from blank. That is the Maller riddle, the answer. We'll get to it, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Join the curious world of the Ben Maller Show online. It's pain-free and easy to do. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. He also makes sure that the show is running smoothly. If it's not, he's the man to get it corrected. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Roberto Chorizo Grande. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And a big cooking with Roberto coming up later this hour. The Maller riddle of the day. John Daly, golf legend, is not allowing knee surgery to stop him from blank. That is the question. What is the answer? The sawman says playing with balls. Uh, who else do we have here? Uh, ice fishing, guessed by the late night drug tester. 
And Stevie Meatball says, a need surgery will not stop John Daly from, uh, I guess I'll clean this up, laying down, shall we say. Alf the alien opiner from moving to Louisiana. And uh, John Daly not letting knee surgery stop him from being a long drive champion. Guessed by Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan. Uh, page down, page down. Justin in Cincinnati says, I think you should suspend uh, cooking with Roberto until he returns to Twitter. It's uh, off topic there, Justin. Bad job by you. Milkman Mike in Colorado says, John Daly will not allow knee surgery to stop him from practicing karate. Robin Vegas says uh, the uh, answer is chain smoking and drinking Jack and Diet Cokes. Uh, and uh, Robbie the Mariner fan says John Daly will not allow the knee surgery to stop him from eating ranch dressing. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Yes, it will not stop him from his passion of salsa dancing. Salsa dancing. All right, fine answer, Eddie, but that's unfortunately incorrect. The uh, correct answer is John Daly not allowing knee surgery to stop him from uh, playing darts and boozing with Hooters girls. Yeah, my man John living his best life there. It's the way to go. Yeah. Hooters is still around, huh? What's that? Hooters is still around. Uh, it is. Yeah. 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 Some places. The, ho- the hotel. Is the hotel. The one the in Vegas gone. is gone, right? The hotel? Is it still I there? I think the hotel is gone. gone. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the Hooters are here by my house. Gone a few years ago. Oh, is that right? Yeah. They used I'm to be over there over like five years already. More than that. Yeah. I used to hang. There was one in Santa Monica. I used to hang. I was the one in Burbank. Is Goners. Yeah. Well, not many around. The, the, ho- we are. the Hooters Hotel in Vegas is now like called like OYO or something like that. But I'm pretty sure that there's still. A Hooters in there. Poor oh. girls, man. They got to work. Not right, man. Anyway. <laughs> John Daly, had, he had knee replacement surgery before Christmas. And he's already, he was out at some event over the weekend. And, uh, and he was, he said, you know, playing darts and hanging out with Hooters girls. Having a, a grand old time. Uh, why not? Knock yourself out. My, I, my wife is having that in, in February. Oh, knee, knee replacement surgery? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. That's painful. I, Sounds I had, painful, uh, man. Remember, um, Lasorda, Tommy had both hips replaced, and he complained about how bad that... I remember talking to him. He was talking about how terrible... I, the knee thing, though. Like, I, I, I have a friend of mine that's, that's having the, the knee replacement. You're on the shelf for a couple months, right? Aren't you? Well, you define shelf. What does that mean? Well, you're not running around or anything like that. You're right. You, well... You, Yes, like, but she's not running around now because her knee oh. hurts. So, oh, okay, yeah. I got you. But no, yeah. she uh, she'll be uh, you know uh, need need she'll be out of action for like, rehab, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, like a month, a month or so, maybe. Only a month. That's it. Oh, good. All right. And there's only one knee. She's only got one bad knee. The other one's well, all right. It's one for now. We'll see what oh, happens with okay. the other one. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, spend out of the show. Let's go to the phones. Rich is in Chicago. Hello, Rich. Welcome. Rich is gone. All right, Alameda Lou. Hello, Alameda Lou. Hey, Ben. How you doing, man? Lou, Lou, you sent a photo, a screenshot of your phone. You called in 8,000 times to get on the air. This is a very important phone call. Whatever it takes, Ben. Thank you. God bless you. All right. So, uh, first things first, I appreciate you mentioning the uh, Bay Area weather storm that's uh, forthcoming. Are you prepared? Do you have your sandbags ready to go here? Are you ready for this? You know, thank, thankfully, I'm a good swimmer, Ben. You're a good um, swimmer. So are, you, are you scared of the bomb cyclone? You Ooh. know, the, the bomb cyclone is nothing compared to Alameda Lou. Alameda Lou can withstand the most. 
You'll be doing the backstroke out there in that atmospheric river. You'll be running around. I'll be, there fel- I'll be Michael Phelpsing a butterfly, Ben. But hey, I got to give you credit. Um, I listen to a lot of sports radio, Ben. I consume a lot of sports radio. There's a guy here in the Bay Area named Ray Ratto. He's also an Odyssey employee, 95.7 The Game here in the Bay Area. He might be the fella. only person who is as sharp as you are. Well, and we both are, we really are very photogenic, me and Ray. We both look good on camera, so there, we have that going for each other. Yeah, Ray, Ray, listen, Ray's a Bay Area legend. And I, oh, yeah, I no, his, uh, I, had the, uh, I had the nice privilege of Ray's son uh, being one of my best friends. Last time he saw oh, me, cool. he called me a douchebag with ears, and it was one of the best things wow. he's ever said to me. Was he, was anyway, he wrong? I don't know that he was wrong. I don't know about that. He, no, he's been Ben, right. you, you've yeah. heard me talk at length. You know he yeah. wasn't wrong. That's right. Anyways, at length, uh, you know, Ben, the first thing I want to say is uh, my thoughts are with uh, DeMar Hamlin. That was just an absolutely horrible thing that happened. It was tough, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, Ben, the San Francisco 49ers under Brock Purdy, yeah, they're not looking too bad. No, they're not. They look, they look okay. They are. What, yeah, what you, yeah, yeah. What do you want me Los to do? Angeles not back yet. Brock Purdy, uh, you know, I've been a Niners fan for a long time. It's been a tortured existence. And Brock Purdy looks so much more in control than any of the offense, than any quarterback I've seen quarterback the team. And these are teams that have gone to NFC championships. Well, let's not get carried away. You know what he looks like to me? He looks like Garoppolo. Like, he's similar to Garoppolo. He's doing what Garoppolo did. He's not the greatest quarterback in the world. Let's not get crazy here. More mobile, though, Garoppolo. Okay, okay, Ben. Jimmy Garoppolo is far from the greatest quarterback in the world. The only difference is when Brock Purdy steps back, he doesn't get happy feet in the pocket and look like he's panicking. He looks like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, he's a small sample size. He looks fine. Uh, Purdy looks fine. But I, when I watch him, he kind of reminds me fine. of Garoppolo. Like, yeah, what do you want? Fine. Fine. That's a Aaron, good word, fine. If you date training. a girl and you he's say that girl's started. fine, you're like, that's exciting. That's a fine girl wrong with you oh man you know ben i know you're an la guy i'm not going to get to you but maybe the last thing i want to say is i want to give you credit for your uh, carlos korea oscar the grouch joke you made i don't know if you're jimmy kimmel with people feeding it to you in the back but that was a good one no there's no one i don't get any i i fast i don't no one's feeding me anything but thank you all right i, I gotta go thank you be sure to catch live editions of the ben maller show weekdays at 2 a.m eastern 11 p.m pacific Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This note from the NBA, I hope you're sitting down for this one, but Pelicans forward Zion Williamson, injured, has a strained hamstring and will reportedly miss multiple weeks for the Orleans oh, Pelicans. Oh, Zion, where are all those people in the bayou that were, oh, see, Mallory, you ripped this guy, you're a loser. Yeah, Zion getting hurt. It's a rite of passage in the NBA season. Zion Williamson, overrated, overrated. Thank you. All right, it's Ben Maller's show. As we continue on, this portion of the show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. Too much or not enough. A very basic game. It's so simple. A couple years ago, Hollering James was sleeping and won this game. He was fast asleep and he won the game by snoring. One of the great moments in show history. It happened in this game. Let's welcome in our contestant, a professional radio game show contestant, Chris, in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Hello, Chris. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you? 
If I was any better, I'd be a Patriot, but maybe not. I'm hearing some rumors that that game with the Bills might not be played on Sunday. They might, they might move that around. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I was, well, yeah, I was. I wonder if they'd reset it and just drop the seventh seed, and you know what, and just go with six teams in the AFC. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, they can't do that because there's, there's financial ramifications. Yeah, they will very much. Yes, very much. Yeah, they're, they're not gonna. They are not gonna go down that road if you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I know. They're, they're, yeah. All right. Well, you are you ready to do, you ready to do this, Chris? Life treating you all right? Yes. Yes, I'm ready to go. I, I won this game once, and I want to try again. All right. Well, here we go. Your your opportunity. Wait, 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 can I, quick question: Should I do what the guy did uh, last week, where he just took the odds? I think he just said. He's like, it's, it's going to be over. No, over, over, under, over, oh. under. Well, that, that is a strategy, but then you'd be copying Blind Scott. Do you really want to copy <laughs> Blind Scott? No, 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 sir. no you no, don't want to do that. You, you know, and you do that, you're not going to be able to get them all right because right? some of them are going to be different. All right, anyway, let's get to it. Here we go, and we'll start, as always, with question number one on Too Much or Not Enough for our friend Chris. Giannis Adentacumbo becoming the fifth player since the merger to have a five or a three game, a three game streak of forty points and ten rebounds or more in each game, is that too much or not enough? Uh, not enough. The man says not enough. Is that the answer? No. Uh, the answer is too much. He's only the third player to do so. Joins Russell Westbrook back in his stat stuffing days in Oklahoma. And you're throwing me off when you said five. <laughs> Moses Malone. You're blaming me. You're blaming me. How dare you? All right. Question number two. Here we go. The NFL record for consecutive seasons with 1,000 receiving yards is nine. Is that too much or not enough, Chris? Not enough. All right. Let's find out. That is correct. Not enough. Gary Rice holds the record with the 49ers back in the day. 11 straight seasons. Mike Evans has started his career with nine. So Mike Evans has a shot to take down Jerry Rice from the record. I don't like Mike Evans. I don't like him. You're not a fan? I got you. Boy, Mike Evans doesn't seem like he's anywhere close to Jerry Rice, but whatever. I don't know. All right, question number three. Here we go. Question number three. The Eagles, the Birds. Have three players this season with ten or more sacks. Is that too much or not enough? Too much. Too much, Chris says. Let's find out if he's right. No, believe it or not, not enough. The Eagles have four players this year with ten or more sacks. And so they've been getting to that quarterback, and that's why they have the, the great record, although they've lost two in a row. So you're one and two. You got to get these last two right, Chris. I know. I know. I know. You can do it. Here we go. Question number four. Brock Purdy. That guy Alameda Lou just called up. He was slobbering all about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy has now thrown multiple touchdowns in five consecutive games. Only four rookie quarterbacks have a longer streak than that. Is that too much or not enough? Not enough. Not, not enough. enough. Are you sure you want to do not enough? Uh, yeah, not enough. 
All right, the man's very stubborn. I tried to talk him out of it, but his final answer is not enough. Let's find out. Is Chris staying alive? Ah. Yeah. All right. That's Sorry. all right. It was, the answer Sorry. was too much. Justin Herbert is the Sorry. only one with a longer streak at seven straight games. Sorry. So that's Sorry. all right, Chris. It didn't work out. Better luck next time. Have a great day at work. Thank you. Loser. Right. No, he did lose the game. I don't know that he's a loser. I mean, he did lose the game, which technically makes him a loser, but it's a, nobody will know about this. By the time he gets to work and starts working, nobody's like, oh, you were the loser on the game show. They're not going to say that to him. He'll be fine. We've got cooking with Roberto. What are we making today, Roberto? Some chili rellenos, baby. Oh, my wife loves the chili rellenos. Oh, it's burrito. delicious, man. She loves that. All right. We're it's gonna a little make- tedious, but it's, it's great when you make it. All right. Well, she just buys it at the restaurant. But, uh, but uh, chili rellenos, we're going to make <laughs> that, and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You can listen to the Ben Maller Show how you want, when you want, with podcasting. Some P1s find themselves binge listening to classic episodes, while others like to space things out. Either way, by subscribing to the free Ben Maller Show and Fifth Hour with the Ben Maller Show podcast, you can help this overnight dinghy stay afloat and annoy the executive kingpins who don't understand why you listen. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And into the kitchen we go. A brand new year and recipes to share everywhere. Cooking with Roberto. That's right, baby. Today we're going to make some chili rellenos. All right. All right. Now, my wife does love the chili relleno burrito. These are great, man. Chili relleno is the star of the show. These are made by making using poblano peppers. They look like jalapenos, but they're like triple in size. All right. Yeah, it's like a jalapeno on steroids. Yeah, all right? Yeah. So first thing you got to do here, we're going to roast these peppers, all right? We got six of them, all right? Six tar- six large poblano peppers. Eight Where ounces. do you get these peppers, Roberto? You get them at uh, any, any store. Find any them. store? Yeah, Walmart. Go to Walmart. Oh, go to Walmart. Walmart's yeah. everywhere. Okay. All right? Eight ounces of Monterey, Monterey Jack cheese, four, cups of, four and a half cups of oil, three large eggs, half a cup of all-purpose flour, half a teaspoon of uh, uh, tab- table salt, six, and then for, we're going to make a little salsa for it, six rumble tomatoes. Half a small onion, three cloves of garlic, one jalapeno, five sprigs of cilantro, one teaspoon for, of kosher salt, and one teaspoon of olive oil. All right? All right. Very simple stuff. Okay. All right. So first you got to do is you got to roast these peppers, all right? So we're going to roast all six of them on your stove. All right? We're going to rub a little bit of olive oil, and, and we're going to toast them all over. All right. You just all right. Massage, you drown them in the yeah. olive oil. No, just rub a little bit of olive oil. Not a lot of olive oil. A little bit. Them. All right? We're going to roast them. All right? A little bit of oil. Roast okay. them all over until they get them to the blackened all over, right? Over on your stove. Okay. And then what we're gonna do is you're gonna put them in a in a paper. Once they're black all over, we're gonna put them in a in a plastic bag. All right, and they're gonna steam. All right. You're gonna bury. Yeah, them for like five oh, okay. minutes. Put them in a plastic right. bag, steam them yeah. for five minutes. I got you. All right, and then we're gonna peel the and then we're gonna and then we're gonna peel the peppers. All right. Peel peel and rub be off. Be careful. That's a that's a tongue twister. Peel the peppers. Peel the peppers, yeah. baby. Peel and rub off as much as much of the loose skin on the peppers as possible. All right, isn't have to be perfect, just as much as you can. All right, simple stuff. Okay. All right. All right? Now we're gonna cut a small slit down the middle of the peppers with a knife. If, all right, and remove the remove the seeds and the vein. All right. 
All right, so get in there with the knives, slit in the middle, remove this the seeds, and yeah, the chili was vein. alive here. This chili it's alive. Vein. It's alive chili, baby. All right, Man, got simple stuff. Here. All right, Man. so get the seeds out of there. And then carefully right. stuff the peppers with the cheese. Some of the peppers will be extra fragile because of the roasting. They get really, really soft. All right, process and may tear. That's okay. Just do the best you can. All right. Okay. Gently close. It's, about the, it's not about the look. It's about the taste. Exactly. This is yeah, exactly yeah. true. Gently close the opening of the peppers and secure it shut with one to three toothpicks. All right. Use as many as you need to ensure that the cheese won't ooze out during the frying process. All right. Set aside. No oozing. No, you exactly. You do not want the oozing. We're going to prepare for frying, all right? Heat the oil, fr frying oil in a large saucepan or deep skillet or medium-high heat. Align the baking sheet with paper towels and set aside. While oil is heating up, prepare the batter, all right? Make the all bat. Right. Separate the egg whites from the yolks into two separate bowls. The whites into a large mixing bowl and the yolks into a small bowl, all right? Using an electric hand mixer, beat the egg whites into a stiff peaks form, all right? I'm offended by that. Yeah, simple stuff. While well, continuing to beat the egg, whites on low, adding the egg yolks one at a time until all of them are fully mixed in. The batter should be light, fluffy, and smooth. All right. Place the flour and salt into a separate shallow bowl or plate. Mix together to combine. Gently roll the stuffed peppers in the flour mixture. Then give them a gentle tap to remove any excess. All right. Okay. Then dip them in the egg batter and gently place them in the hot frying oil. Yeah. Fry the peppers for three to five something. minutes per side until the batter is golden brown and crispy. All Try right. not to overcrowd the peppers in the pan. I usually fry about two at a time, depending on the pan I'm using. All right? Crunch right. the peppers to the lined baking sheet to drain off any excess oil. All right? And serve immediately. All right? Chile is on a plate with small salsa, fresh chopped cilantro, and some cotija cheese. All right? Yeah. And just like that, you got some authentic chile rellenos, nice. baby. Look at that. And you can put them in a burrito if you want. Oh, Whatever yeah. Tortilla. Bomb. There you go. Cooking with Roberto. Bam, baby. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? 
facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.